Look around at this great city of ours. What do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. Good evening, everybody. This is Bill Wilson, also known as Mr. Murfreesboro. And you're listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. We're here in the studios at WGNS 1450 AM and 101.9 FM Talk Radio. Lady K's in the house. What's up? Whoop, whoop. <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing something tonight we've never done before. We are. We're excited about we're it. Excited. We're excited. We don't have a guest other than... Uh, you all, uh, we're going to do a, I call it an open mic night. I've been texting friends and telling people, <laughs> what's a, they're like, Bill, what's an open mic night? You know, it's not magic mic, it's open mic <laughs> night. You just, we're leaving it to the public. We're just going to be talking about things, dealing with Murfreesboro, Rutherford. Can we maybe talk there's about a lot going on. the VA golf course, which is, I know there's a gentleman by the name of Key that's probably going to be calling in. The number is 615-893. One four five zero. You can watch us also live on the uh, Big G TV. I think you got also on Facebook. Mm-hmm. If we and I posted a link. Oh, I you did. Mm-hmm. Of course, I did. So you can follow us on uh, Facebook. Go to Lady K's page. Mm-hmm. So if we give your last name out, Kelsey Williams. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you want to do some announcements? I know that uh there's a an event coming up the ride drive run the 15th annual hammer down for habitat it's going to be let's see what is it special guest is going the mc is going to be kevin tetz he's a host of do-it-yourself networks classic rides spike networks trucks power nation and hands-on cars he did it last year too yeah he did it last year mm-hmm. and uh it's Saturday, September 16th, and where is it? See if you can figure that out. And then um, we also have, you've got some other things coming up. Oh, yeah. I got to interview the new uh, basketball coach the, of the Lady Raiders, Coach Joshua Bug, who's taken over the helm at uh, Riverdale Moda Alma Mater. Alma mater, is that how you say it? That's a, um, of course, Riverdale used to dominate. The, the girls dominated in uh, basketball for several years. Some great big, players have big come. Big shoes out. to fill. Yeah, but he's he's got it together. I think they're going to do really well this year. And I got to go out there and spend about an hour with him. And there'll be something coming up in the Murfreesboro Pulse with that. And I also got to talk. There's a article I'm doing about Colin Snyder. He's been a guest of the show. Who grew up here in murfreesboro and he played baseball at riverdale and he played at vanderbilt and he's going into his second or third year as a relief pitcher for the kansas city royals nice and i've been he and i've been texting back and forth there'll be a story about him in the murfreesboro pulse of the murfreesboro makers uh it's like a q a so cool look right. out for that all right so your event here the hammer down 
Hammer Registration Dam. is at May Day, it looks like. So that's where it's going to start. Right. So and, there you go. And all the proceeds goes to the Habitat for Humanity. Great cause. Speaking of great causes, I am still recovering from having so much fun last night at the third annual handbag auction. It was at the Double Tree. It was a good time. Lots of pretty bags filled with lots of fun, cool stuff. Some trips. Saw a really Some what? trips like trips. packed in these that you did. I thought you said shrubs. <laughs> what? No, no shrubs. Got some shrubs. And what else? Oh, I got to to hold on to a little super nice bottle of champagne that was tucked away in one of my girlfriend's purses that she bit on and got. Um, but those guys had a party last night. It was really fun. Um, it moved quickly. It was a great event. If you haven't gone, you should get tickets for next year. They raised over $60,000, I was wow. just told, one night and last wow. night, all to benefit a soldier child. So, man, I want to give that team a huge shout out. How so, much did they raise? Over $60,000. Y'all, they were selling some purses, weren't selling they? Selling some purses. I didn't get any new ones, but. Did they have any Louis Vuitton? They had some Louis. What about when I. Back in high school, I see the girls would have, is it S. Teen or Ed Teen Agner? Do you remember Agner <laughs> yes, person? Yes. Why you like Dooney and Burt? <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't think coach. they had any Agner. Yeah, they had Coach. They had Kate Spade. They had Louie. They had some really cool off, um, I'd say off the grid brands that were super nice or super unique. Like they had one that went great with the theme that um, was handmade by soldiers and soldiers' wives. And it was just, it was a fun event really good. cool event that's a good thing and another event coming up uh october 25th for the sweet addiction they are going to do a tip your waitress breakfast and those tables are flying off the shelves too so again what date is that october 25th okay and that's going to be where I think they are still deciding absolutely definitively where, but look for all of that to come. There's actually a little QR code on my ad in the VIP this month, so you can scan that little puppy and get all your details, but yeah, that's a great cause, too. Recovery Fest is going down Saturday, September 16th, and it's going to be at the Lane Agri Park uh, there off of uh, John Rice Boulevard. And that's going on from 10 in the morning till 2. So it helps out people in recovery. And then Aren't we, we all in recovery? We're all in some, everybody's in some sort of recovery, we for are. sure. We're all you recovering know? from something. Um, again, we're taking calls tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, no calls if we owe you money. Yeah, no calls <laughs> from the collectors. But, uh, <laughs> hey, Mom, will you call in, Mom? <laughs> Meredith? Ma. Uh, no, in all seriousness, we decided to dedicate this show to an open mic because Bill and I have just been blowing each other up this week talking about some really big things that are, are going on in Murfreesboro. And you guys, we feel like you want to know and you have a right to know. And so we wanted to share it. I'll, I'll put a little stamp of disclaimer that we do not claim to know everything about everything. I don't for sure. <laughs> So we're going to be careful not to um, not to speak for anyone else. What, what do you want to start off with, like the waste management? I think that's great. There's a thing that the city, and Austin Maxwell, if you're listening, I need you to call in 615-893-1450 or the mayor, Mayor <laughs> McFarland. You can call in too. 
I've I've reached out to several uh, county commissioners, city council men, uh, city council women, yeah, mm -hmm. and just different folks that I know throughout the uh, city and the county. Uh, you know the the whole landfill. It stinks, Bill. It stinks. The whole topic just stinks. But you know, <laughs> you know, if you don't know the the landfill has been out there, and if you know where Walter Hill is, you go oh, across the bridge, look to your right, you can actually see it. I, jokingly, I said they need to put some lights up on the top, like a pole for airplanes, you know, yeah. not to run, run into. Well, when we you, took Bill and I got to take a a really cool, tour. fascinating tour. And it'd make a heck of a wedding venue up there when they cover it up. I mean, the or views could, are gorgeous. If it snowed, you could have a ski lodge. You could have a ski you lodge. You just have to watch out for you all that. have a ski lodge. And in all seriousness, I have driven that way, Jefferson Pike. Yep. Um, and it's it's cleaned up quite a bit out there. I don't know if I just have been happening to hit it on good days, but lots of street sweepers. Say that fast three times. Street sweepers, street sweepers, street sweepers. <laughs> there you go. But you know, there's a lawsuit going on. I don't know if we we're not in the lawsuit, right? No, not that okay, I know. Not of. yet. <laughs> we may be after tonight. <laughs> uh, the city has sued. I guess the, the it's not waste management. Is it waste management? I need to know what we're talking. Republic. About. Republic. And of course, we talked to the uh, Mike. Mike class. And one thing I told him, and I, Mike, if you're listening, but he's if you are this is just an idea i think that maybe republic could help pay to widen the road from 231 memorial all the way to 840 to about where smyrna ready mix where mike holland said it's beautiful building mm -hmm. is oh we got a call coming in Gorgeous i knew building. it i knew it but that was just an offer because there's a lot of garbage and People say, well, I live on the other side of the county. It doesn't affect me. Yes, it affects yeah, everybody. It does. There's garbage, but we don't pay for it. But they're talking, the city's talking about doing something called uh, Waste Away, where they take the garbage, burn it, or they, uh, they make fuel pellets. They use about 90% of it and then make fuel pellets. They do a whole bunch of stuff that Bill and I neither understand or right. could ever explain and then you get fuel pellets right. at the end but it hasn't really <laughs> been tested to my knowledge well, it's if, like a new there's a website what the website is wasteaway.com yeah, yeah go check it out so you should do that listeners and, wasteaway.com and go look at it yourself. do we have a call who is it is this is this the police hello you're listening hey, Bill. hey austin i knew you were going to call in well, I'm I'm sitting here watching you and Kelsey on Big G TV. All right, I brother. Better, I better call them. <laughs> Thanks for taking your time out and uh, tell everybody. Yeah, only, said hello. I'm only getting up at I'm only getting up at 4 a.m. to go to the airport. Where are you flying to? You're flying up north, aren't you? I'm going to the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Philly, cool. Huh. So what? Let me ask you this: Should I go by councilman? How do you want me to? You can call me whatever you want to call me. Austin. Bill. Okay. Okay. Just not Austin Powers, right? Mr. Just Maxwell. Mr. Maxwell. What is your thoughts about this whole? And you sit on the city council. I, I don't expect you to talk about because y'all. I guess you're in a lawsuit. I don't know if you're involved. I guess if you're a city council, you're involved in the lawsuit too, or is it just the mayor or who? How does uh, that work? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. You know, I want to say. The lawsuit the city filed against Republic Services came before I was officially elected. 
it was last August when the city filed that lawsuit. And obviously it's still going on. Right. And I'm sure at some point in time the city will have an update on it in terms of any sort of court dates, trial dates, you know, anything of that nature. Right. What's the number uh, figure on that? Uh, can you be a little more specific? Uh, well, specifically, what? how much are they suing for, I guess? Or they're just suing to... There's not really a number, is there? I don't believe there's a number. Uh, I, believe, I believe part of the lawsuit, and I'd have to go back and look at it again. This is before I came on council, so I'm probably not as familiar with it as... Shane McFarland or Rashad Rod or Madeline Scales Harris, you know, others that were right. probably briefed up on it at that time. Right. But I, I want to say it's a, it's a matter of asking Republic to be accountable for anything that could happen down the road. Gotcha. I think that's part of the gist of it, but I'm not exactly sure. I thought it was specific performance that they're supposed to get out of there in five or about 2025. Mm-hmm. And I think the city is uh, wanting them, well, well, they want to shut it down. And well, that's why we're moving to a solution like Waste Away, you know, which I can tell you a little bit more about that. You know, the city acquired the property off of Butler Drive back in, you know, 2018, 2019, before, right. you know, it was on council and started looking at that technology which is you know they're they're based out of morrison tennessee just up the road i've been up there to see the facility and probably the first question i had was you know is this place going to stink right and so you know i actually walked around the facility walked around the parking lot walked around the building you you don't smell anything unless you go inside and go through you know several sets of double doors when you're inside the facility yes there is an odor inside the facility which you would expect right but but outside the facility i didn't detect an odor you know that caused me to you know gag well, that's promising know, like that. no buzzards and, and the facility <laughs> is designed to be it's one of those things where you you know the door opens up a truck pulls in the door closes they dump the, the garbage, the waste on the floor, and then the truck leaves. And then, you know, the people inside it go through the process of sorting it and getting it up on the conveyor belts, which turn it into the, you know, the pelletized fuel. Right. The, the real big, I guess, game changer, which made this, you know, far more sustainable long term is the tax credits. The tax credits that are involved are significant, especially if you are uh, turning this into renewable natural gas that you can basically sell, sell to any state, sell to California, sell to, to wherever. So that's what has made it, you know, far more promising with the renewable natural gas that can be processed and sold. Right. Before, if it was just the pellets, well, the pellets, you know, you're turning and taking to a cement kiln, such as down in Chattanooga, which which made it a little iffier. But I'm encouraged, and the only problem I had with it, to be honest with you, Bill, was the location of it. You know, in a perfect world, I'd rather it be out in the county somewhere, you know, far away from everybody. Just not Walter just Hill, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, not Walter Hill or not off Bradyville Pike or anything like yeah, that. Don't don't put it out. Yeah, don't do it on your old soft grounds. But the point is, 
to get the, the tax credits, you had to be significantly under construction by a certain point in time. And that's why the Butler Drive location was chosen, because we have the property. It was always going to be a transfer station. Now it's going to be a transfer station and waste-away station. Gotcha. So I hope that kind of brings a little more clarity around it. Now, Butler Drive, you know, they're also going to reroute uh, the road around it. You know, the existing Butler Drive, where if you take a ride and go up it towards, you know, Hillsbury and other industries. Riches. The actual waste-away, they're going to build, I guess, a... I don't want to call it a, uh, a roundabout, but it'll basically run the road back behind the waste to vote way facility back on to, to Butler. Okay, so hey, Austin. they will redesign and redevelop Butler can, Drive to some degree. Can you, stay, can you hang on the phone? Because I got some questions to ask you. Uh, sure. we're, we're going to take a break here on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. We'll be back in two minutes. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street, for a free estimate. We also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie Award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyronda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Are you ready to experience the heartwarming flavors of the South? Look no further than Mama's Table. Y'all Come Eat, the new cookbook by local author Carolyn Hall. This cookbook is filled with cherished family recipes that will transport you to Mama's Kitchen. You can purchase it right now on Amazon so you can start creating unforgettable meals for your loved ones. But that's not all. Stay up to date on book signings and special events by following Carolyn Hall's Facebook page. Plus, Carolyn plans on cooking her way through the cookbook on social media, sharing her tips and tricks with you along the way. Because as Carolyn says, there are always memories made, blessings shared, and full bellies around Mama's Table. So don't wait. Get your copy of Mama's Table. Y'all come eat. Bring the warmth and love of Southern cooking into your home. At Lawyers Land and Title, we are a full-service title company committed to making real estate transactions go smoothly. We provide residential and commercial real estate services and have a team of on-site lawyers available to provide legal services. Let us help make your next real estate transaction stress-free. Visit us at lltitle.com or call us at 962-8971. Lawyers Land and Title, located at 5 North Walnut Street.
Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. We have Austin Maxwell on the phone answering some of our questions about some proposals that are being floated around right now about our waste management. So thank you so much for hanging in there. I know you got to get up early in the morning. We'll be, we'll get, we'll do it fast. <laughs> no, that's totally fine. And I know Bill had said something about golf earlier, and uh, I just one thing, you know golf parks and rec that uh, 150 acres that we own as a city out on the west side of town off 96 right we are going to be taking a serious look at that in terms of we had it in our council workshop session this week a long discussion about you know let's really take a look at getting something done now especially with regards to ball fields you know we're behind on ball fields and recreational facilities for for the west side of town yeah, for really for everybody, okay. but primarily for the west side of town. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. But I just wanted to get that in before I That's forgot. That's great. That's great. Okay, so I know that right now at Middle Point, we are taking in a lot of extra trash, not just Rutherford County, correct? Correct. That's my understanding. We're, gosh, it's, it's practically just about every county in Middle Tennessee that the waste wave, I think I know where you're going with this. This is only <laughs> going to be for, you know, us. Okay. You know, city of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County. It's not going to be. Everybody you know, else. It's not going to be for Coffee County. It's not going to be for Williamson County, Davidson County. It is for, you know, the city of Murfreesboro, our citizens. We'd love for, you know, Rutherford County to get involved with it, too. Right. You know, but that's obviously a decision they've got to make you know, on the Rutherford County side of government. Okay. And so in regards to if you switch to this new way of doing it, is the th- is is the thinking in place that the um, the grant money that we were getting, I don't know if that's the right, the funding that we were getting, I guess, from these other subsidies. municipalities. Yes, yeah. subsidies. Subsidies from these other counties so these tax credits coming from the waste away yeah federal government type tax credit okay so we're not we're not going to be losing money per se i mean you're going to kind of mirror that out with because it's my understanding we get we are getting a a significant amount of money at the landfill Mm -hmm. our intention is to go to the private uh bond market for this we would actually go we wouldn't be using, you know, taxpayer funds to, right. to, you know, get this project going. We'd actually go to the private bond market. Right. And, and of course, city of Murfreesboro would be running the facility. You know, it, it wouldn't be a waste or way operation with 
the city of Murfreesboro having oversight would be our employees running okay. the actual operation. That's good to know. What's the cost of doing this? Do you have an idea? Bill, I've got it somewhere. I want to say, and if my memory serves me correct, this is going to be around a $50 million type of project. Okay. And you were mentioning the way it's going to work. I'm on Butler Road. There's going to be a truck comes in. They're going to dump out whatever's in the contents. Yep. Um, they can recover 90% of those contents. But basically what they cannot recover and, and turn into, you know, the, the pellets is essentially stone and glass is my understanding. Okay, so there will be, you know, 10% that's not recoverable that obviously, you know, we're going to sort, pack up, and then truck off to, to a landfill, whether that landfill is in Marshall County or the landfill, you know, way out in uh, Camden. Right. Those are the two closest landfills, as I recall. Will any manda- mandated recycling efforts go into play? I'm, I'm, we're just sitting here talking on the break of, yeah. that's going to be a lot of that's work for people. Nice, to. That's the actual nice thing about this is that you don't have to sit there, you know, Bill or, or you know, Kelsey, you don't have to sit there and say, oh, I got to put my cans here and I got to put my bottles here and I got to put this here. You know, what you throw in those black bins that the city Crush picks it. up, that's the way it goes. So okay. that's kind of the beauty of it is that for, you know, the average citizen, it's there's no work on his or her part. They roll their cans down to the street just like they normally would, and that's it. That's so cool. that is less work for the citizens. So I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I do like that. So you, you just dump everything in, or in your garbage bag, put it in the garbage can, and roll it out to the road. The goes. Yep. There's no sorting. There's none of that that's involved. What about the things that the landfill takes, like dead cows? They take, uh, <laughs> not that there's any farms in the city or like old sofas, like appliance, you know. Out there at Walter Hill, anything basically goes. Jimmy Hoffa. Well, I don't know about Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> could be. But uh, it's basically going to be things that uh, we use. But it's, I guess where my point is, where where is where's the, the where's rest the old, of it going to go? Where's the old lazy boy going to go? Or Yeah, the old, the old lazy boy, that's a great question. I uh, knew it. I knew it. Yeah. I just, I don't know where the old lazy boy sofa goes, Bill. Somewhere I mean, out Manchester Highway. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can tell you, uh, well, I just don't know where those would go, you know. Maybe, maybe put them off Bradyville Pike. Off Bradyville, okay. So. But, <laughs> but this would definitely, if this goes through, the plan would be to go ahead and expedite the closing down and then the continued years of yeah. maintenance out at Middle Point. The, the plan is for this facility to ideally open, you know, as early as somewhere between July through December of 2025. So a couple of years uh, away. We anticipate Middle Point closing sometime in late 2025 or 2026. That's the information that I recall. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we don't want to be... As a city, we don't want to be, you know, standing around saying, "Okay, gosh, Middle Point's closing now. What do we do? Do we do we send it to Marshall County, which only has a, you know, a six to ten year life, or do we send it all the way to 
Camden and what's the cost going to be, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, our citizens. So we're, we're trying to get ahead of middle point closing. Right. What's the cost? Is there going to be a difference in cost for the consumer or the citizen compared to the landfill to the Butler Road when the uh, waste away? Or is it all going to be about the same? It should be roughly the same. Now, there could be a cost that will go up, you know, per can yeah. over you know, so many years to, to be ready for this. Right. But I think overall the cost is comparable to what it would be, maybe even less to what it would be hauling all that, you know, garbage to a landfill. And certainly much better, you know, for the environment if we're recovering and turning it into renewable natural gas. Right. You, you can, you know, Bill, one of these days you'll be driving a renewable natural gas Prius, probably. Dude, come <laughs> on, man. I, I drive a Buick. But Pri- I'm not going to knock Priuses now. They're uh, The good thing about driving a Prius, I never had to worry about getting carjacked. Like a lot of my friends who drive Mercedes and, I mean, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I mean, that's why. I'm, I'm smart. Yeah. But no. You never, you never see, you know, people running up and carjacking somebody and taking their Prius. That's, pretty that's right. I am smart, man. Well, I don't have that Prius anymore, but, man, I tell you what, you mentioned the, I'm thinking of all the trucks that go up and down Jefferson Pike. There's, I don't know how many, I, I don't know how many tons go out yeah. every day. Millions of, I don't know. It's a bunch. You're telling me the the city we 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 would be able to have, how many employees will there be fifty employees a hundred I mean do you, do y'all know yet I I don't know that exact number yet Darren Gore um, who's you know obviously with our water resources department you know he's been spearheading this he would probably have that figure gotcha you know? and uh, you know Darren lives down there in Indian Hills I don't know if many people know that. And, you're you know, just letting them know right now. <laughs> well, they know now. You know, he's going to be outside, you know, picking his house or something or rolling his yard. But the point I'm making is Darren believes in this. And if there's one thing I know about Darren, when Darren looks at something, he's going to really look at it hard and look at the science and look at everything behind it. And I don't believe Darren would be looking at this, especially a facility like this, at Butler Drive, which is, you know, a mile, mile and a half away from Indian Hills. Yeah. If it was going to affect the citizens in Indian Hills. Do you have Darren's number? <laughs> hey, could you text him? Number, no, you know? no. I want you to text him, tell him to call in. We need to talk to him. No, I believe, I, I know what you're saying, Austin. I, uh, yeah. you I'm, know, so, I'm so glad you've explained all this because we have been scratching our heads. Well, here's the problem. The, in the 70s. When Rutherford County maybe had 75,000 people. Let's just say 75,000. Maybe off a few thousand. Back, back when you were riding your Schwinn bicycle. Back when I was... No, it was a Huffy. It was a Huffy? No, I had a Schwinn. Uh, and when Dad was on the county commission from 78 to 80, he was the chairman of the county commission. And this is when this landfill thing kind of started. And there's two landfills. People don't realize there's two landfills out there at Walter yep. Hill. There's two of them. Mm-hmm. There's a smaller one, and then there's a big Have you been out there to – have you gotten a tour of it? Have you gotten the VIP there's landfill see, You've tour? got uh, – at the top, there's trash. Uh, Believe it or not, there's uh, trash there. And then you've got these uh, seagulls. The next level – the next level are the vultures – no, it's yeah, like a, it's I know, a hierarchy. I we were there. Yeah. 
but they take stuff and make it into methane gas they they i don't know there's i don't know how it all works but i tell you what i i wouldn't want to be anybody that has to take care of it after they shut it down you know what i mean yeah and that's and that's a forever contract oh yeah it's yeah yeah I, I guess I don't to maintain. know. Do you know that answer, Austin? Or was it like? 30 I don't have years? a good answer for that, but I would assume there's got to be some sort of okay. It's full. It's shutting down. There's got to be some sort of on-site mm-hmm. um, team that monitors that, maintains that, and makes sure that you know it's not doing something you know harmful. Right. You know, I think I think that should be there. If it's yeah. goodness gracious, surely that's already been part of the contract now and forever. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I just, I feel like, you know, I'm not personally affected by the smell, by the traffic, by anything from where I live. And I've never lived close to there. But I just feel like so many citizens think there were mistakes made in this, where it is, you know. Next to the water it, purification. Next to the water purification. And I'm just saying, I, I really hope that it gets vetted really well. And there's so much information put out there that this is, if this is the way it goes, that this is positive and we're, you know. It's a win-win for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah. you know what I mean? Absolutely. Austin, I think well, we should take it and take all the trash. And, and this is going to make somebody mad, but shoot it to the moon. What do you think? We just send it to the moon? Have a recycling? Well, you know, I don't, I don't know if you could send it to the moon. You know, <laughs> you know it might be a, a cost prohibitive. <laughs> no, know, Bill and I have run the numbers, Austin, actually. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, um, you know, probably just one other thing, you know, that'll be coming up. And, and I don't want to monopolize your time. I'm sure there's. No, you're fine. People. We've, Hey, we've got lights going, but you're you're more important. Well, you know, you, you've got this downtown revitalization project. Yes. With the, the daylighting of the, uh, you know. The, the Methodist the Church. You know, well, you, you've got the Methodist Church, which is already the city sold, and it's owned by a developer out of Brentwood. That's a whole other story. Right. Um, that's a work in progress. But, you know, the daylighting of the creek, you know, down there by the McDonald's. Towns Creek. It's under yep. it's under Broad Street right now. They're going to bring it up. It'll be like yep. the Grizzly River Rampage. Yep, the Town Creek Daylighting Project. That'll that'll be forthcoming. We discussed it this past Thursday. You know, I think that's a good thing. You know, it gives more green space. It fixes that area. You know, with some walking trails tied into you know Cannonsburg, that entryway point. You know, right. down there. So that's a good thing. The 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 big discussion will be coming up. You know, for the council is is you know, the other parts of the project across the street, you know, where we will be, a developer wants to, you know, purchase the fire department headquarters and the water department headquarters and put in condominiums and a hotel and uh, a parking garage and, of course, you know, some apartments. And I think that the big question for us as a council will be, is this truly the best thing, you know, for the city of Murfreesboro? So it hasn't passed yet. Y'all have to vote on it. I don't mean to interrupt, but y'all, it's not passed. And it's I've not passed heard, I've heard that somebody said that Cansburg was going away. I've heard people say that part of that Towns Creek development is going to affect, or maybe they're going to move Cansburg somewhere else. Have, have you heard? Is that any truth to that? I haven't heard that. I know the the. Uh, 
Town Creek Project, you know where Longhorn Liquor is right now, it'll come up and stop right about there. Okay. Right. So, you know, it's, you know, obviously to tie into, you know, you'll still be able to get to Cannesburg and get on the Greenway there, but somebody could essentially get off the Greenway and walk over or their bicycle and walk over to the new, you know, Town Creek, you know, daylighting project. And, you know, there'll be a splash pad, probably retail and all sorts of neat stuff there. Um, Awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's a good thing. I support that. I think... It will be a very interesting, you know, couple of weeks on the council as we discuss across the street, you know, what that's going to look like. You know, what's the best thing, you know, for all of Murfreesboro. What's your thoughts? on? I know in the past there's been some issues with the homeless, which God forbid any of us, you know, there's been times in my life where I was close to, to being there if it wasn't for family, friends. I'm very grateful for. But what about the homes? It seems like they're trying to move them off of the square or where the library is. It seems like we could get something done. I, not every everybody that's homeless probably can work. I'm not everybody. Some people are mentally ill. Some, you know, they made bad decisions. It could be a divorce. It could be addiction. It could be several things. It's called life that people go through that may not be as as fortunate. But I think the the ones that cannot work, that truly, that we ought to at least do something, whether it's a shelter. And I may, and not, I'm not talking about the Salvation Army. I'm talking about yeah. having private sectors and the city get involved and put some money together, and then build a shelter for them, and then the ones that are working get them to start paying for it, or whatever, whatever we need to do. And it would keep the, because I know uh, nobody wants to be homeless. I mean, but it's it's a it's it's an un, I mean it's it's not necessary. But people are homeless, but they're people too. Is what I'm trying to get at. What's your yeah, thoughts think, on that? Yeah, you know, my my thoughts are is that I, I don't want to see government getting involved in terms of the management and I guess health of the homeless. That sounds cold. But I think that's more of an issue where churches and private organizations, you know, like, that is something that I think they can do. You know, you've got, what, Journey Home. And, Greenhouse you know, Ministries. Greenhouse Ministries, room at the end. I'll say this, Bill, you know, is that, you know, I have a heart, you know, for the homeless. I, I don't want to see anybody homeless. But I was up in Norfolk, Virginia a few weeks ago on business and i was there for a couple days i was downtown walked to dinner several nights and never saw the first homeless person and it just kind of occurred to me i see him in murfreesboro but i don't see him in in smyrna and we have these services downtown and i think that that will attract people and so people are all the time saying what are you going to do about the homeless and I'll say that again. I don't think government should be involved in that respect. I think that's more of a private, private sector, entity, private private sector, to help with that, along with church and churches. You know, right. helping out in that respect. Um, yeah, so it's a tough situation. You know, uh, you know, it's and I don't have a good answer for. It. I don't have a solution. Well, no, I appreciate you uh, answering it. You know, with an your honest. 
opinion. Now let's skip. Let's. <laughs> what happened know. with? I'd like to know what happened with the uh, Horde property where the, the the sports complex was going. It was like a three hundred million dollar from Arizona or New Mexico. And as being a realtor, we have to vet people. Yeah. That's what happened there? About the, Who the dropped Legacy the ball? Sports. Yeah, that was Legacy Sports and uh, the Horde property up north there on 41 before you get to 840. Right. My understanding is, you know, they had some projects out in Phoenix and it became, you know, the, it was a financing issue. They ran into significant financing issues, financing troubles, and that's why, you know, basically that, that ship has sailed and has moved on. Right. Coming to Murfreesboro. And that's... That's happening to a lot of entities and businesses right now. You know, the banks have gotten much, much tighter on their money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and you guys see that every day in the business that you're in, I'm sure. Right. Let yeah, me... That's 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 the thing. That's, that is that is gone and that is dead. That's why <clears throat> that 150 acres on the west side, you know, we're short ballparks. In fact, Bill, if you think about it, Oakland's ballpark yeah, we we took away ball fields. Right, y'all shut it. Yeah. I mean, that's where that's that was where we played baseball. Yeah, growing up, and and that's where you used to have a pool. You know, we've cut back on ball fields and pools and things like that. So, we we do need to address this as a council and as a city, in terms right? Of the recreational facilities. I know the <clears throat> the nine hole golf course out there at the VA. It's near and dear to your heart. I had my only hole-in-one there, Austin. Then y'all had to shut it down, or whoever shut it down. One hole-in-one, and it was at the VA. <laughs> yeah. It's, but, you know, that was a VA situation. That was a VA decision. Right. Um, you know, because it was a VA property, and they would only ever enter into a, no more than my understanding is a two-year agreement. Maybe three. But for the amount of money that needed to be invested in that facility, and not to get anything beyond, you know, two to three years probably wasn't the best investment. So if a private, if a, I don't mean to, a private yeah. person, I know we have a friend named Key. He was wanting to ask about if he could buy the land or, or somebody buy the land and make a golf course yeah. there at the VA golf course. But in the grass is still cut out there. I mean, nothing's grown up. I mean, it's it's been shut down for how long? Maybe six months or so. Six months, yeah. Uh, let, let me ask you this. And I think that uh, there was a lot of, it hurt a lot of the older folks that paid 9 or $10. Yep. And, and it that's what kind of irritates me is that um, they count to these elderly people, veterans or whatever, they go out there to relax, you know. I'd say there's a lot of people who really were tore affected. up. I'm, yeah, affected by it than what we think, and it's just, a, it's the federal government's fault. I still think there's a way we could have somehow got it to work out somehow. Yeah, I, I don't I have the money. Is. You, I mean, you might have the money, but... <laughs> well, I'm married to Claire. Claire's got all the money. The, da- the Daniel's <laughs> money. She's out there spending that money. Uh, she's uh, out there. In all seriousness, though, you know, I would love to have seen it, but long term, if you look at it, like, this is what it needs, and we may only get it another two or three years. The VA has plans for that property, and my understanding housing. is they want to. I've heard anywhere from housing to expansion of services for primary care, for mental health. I've heard 10 different things, right. and they're going to do something with it. Unfortunately, it won't be a nine-hole, you know, golf, golf course. course, which, 
leads back to, you know, for us as a city, going back to the recreational things. You know, we've got Bloomfield Links. We've got Old Fort, which we're actually getting ready to do a, a significant upgrade um, starting next year. You know, to doing a makeover. Yep, doing a makeover. But that still doesn't, you know, take us off the hook to say, okay, you need more pools, you need more pickleball courts, you need more, you know, ball fields. There's a lot of stuff that we need to do in that particular area for recreational facilities. You know what we need, and I can't believe it shut down, is a YMCA. Why do we not have? Smyrna's got a Ronald Reagan one. It's really nice. We had a nice one in it. I think they're and then I wanted to ask you about the skate two part question. Why don't we have a YMCA and then when's the skate park going to be finished? Uh, YMCA, I don't have a good answer for. You know, if it would have been me, I would have swooped in there and tried to buy that right day one. Right. But, you know, we didn't. And I think if we tried to buy it right now, the question would be, what's the amount of money you got to invest to get it up and running, and is that really going to benefit the west side? Would you be better off trying to do a sports con type facility, you know, somewhere on the western side of town? Right. Like we have, you know, on the east side of town right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, Bill, what was it you had asked about the skate, skate park? Skate park, yeah. Over by the Sportsman's Club, isn't it? Underneath the bridge. I heard it's underneath uh, Bridge. Is it the Medical Center Parkway Bridge? Or fill us in on yeah. that. Where is it? You know, Bill, I'm I'm going to call an alibi on that. I've never been out there. I've not seen it, and I you're not a Tony Hawk fan. Come on, Austin. I'm not a Tony Hawk fan, you know, Bill. <laughs> you know, I know you are. You know? <laughs> hey, I had a skateboard when I was about six or seven. I think I know he broke my ankle. Yeah. Dad put it up. I'm a tough guy. Uh, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I, I am going to let you take a break. And I'm going to go to bed because I'm getting up here in about six hours. To you're going to you're, you're gonna let us go? Hey, do you want to say something to our... Oh, thank, thanks so much. I mean, that, that was some information that we really wanted to hear about. And thanks for letting all our listeners know. Thanks, happy, Austin. Happy to help. And uh, you guys have a great rest of the evening. Kelsey, thank you for doing what you do. And that is keeping Bill Wilson on the straight and narrow. <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> hey, safe, safe journeys, my friend. All right, y'all have a good night. God bless you. That was our city councilman, Austin Max. It looks like we're fixing to take a break, Lady K. Let's break up. Let's take a break. We're taking a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Are you ready to experience the heartwarming flavors of the South? Look no further than Mama's Table. Y'all Come Eat, the new cookbook by local author Carolyn Hall. This cookbook is filled with cherished family recipes that will transport you to Mama's Kitchen. You can purchase it right now on Amazon so you can start creating unforgettable meals for your loved ones. But that's not all. Stay up to date on book signings and special events by following Carolyn Hall's Facebook page. Plus, Carolyn plans on cooking her way through the cookbook on social media, sharing her tips and tricks with you along the way. Because as Carolyn says, there are always memories made, blessings shared, and full bellies around Mama's Table. So don't wait. Get your copy of Mama's Table. Y'all come eat. Bring the warmth and love of Southern cooking into your home.
At Lawyers Land and Title, we are a full-service title company committed to making real estate transactions go smoothly. We provide residential and commercial real estate services and have a team of on-site lawyers available to provide legal services. Let us help make your next real estate transaction stress-free. Visit us at lltitle.com or call us at 962-8971. Lawyers Land and Title, located at 5 North Walnut Street. Old Stone Fort Golf Course is the place for you to get away for the day to play golf. Located right next to the beautiful Duck River and only five minutes from I-24. Whether you're a beginner or avid golfer, Old Stone Fort Golf Course is ideal for you. Golf carts are available and there is a golf shop. You can play nine holes for $9 and kids 12 and under play for free. They are located at 1017 Country Club Lane in Manchester, Tennessee. You can call for a tee time at 931-954-0366. You can also follow Old Stone Fort Golf Course on Facebook. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parts Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McQuarrie with Primus Mortgage has been in the mortgage business for over 30 years. A multi-year Ruthie Award-winning mortgage loan officer and a proud member of the MTSU 1989 graduating class. Specializing in all kinds of mortgage products and taking pride in going the extra mile. Personally, taking great care with her customers. Call 615-419-9193. That's 615-419-9193 or check out her website, loansbyronda.com. Rhonda McQuarrie, Primus Mortgage, NMLS 628407. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show with Lady K. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and again, thanks to Austin for calling in. He didn't have to do that, especially he's getting up at 2 in the morning to fly out. I think maybe four in the morning, but still. Early. Thanks, thanks again, and thanks uh, for Claire letting him call in. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rhonda McCrary and Ashley McCrary are friends of mine and Lady Kay. They're they're uh, got a new restaurant coming to town. The Borough Bourbon and Brews is coming. It's going to be open. It may have opened up already, but it's on the square right behind Whiskey Dicks, across from Marinas. You'll be able to go in there. And watch a ball game. There's about eight or ten huge TVs. They've got a little stage for musicians. It looks really nice. And a there. real nice uh, food menu for A food. little bit upscale. And a little bit more, like, healthy options. Healthy options. Helpful. I said that wrong. Helpful. Helpful. And, of course, if you're a beer drinker or a bourbon drinker, they'll have all that stuff for you. They're called spirits. It'll just cancel <laughs> out. And you can get a real... <laughs> 
healthful salad and then shoot some bourbon. Shoot some bourbon. <laughs> hey, do y'all know? I bet a lot of people in Murfreesboro didn't know that HBO was here this past week filming. They sunk a few million dollars into uh, filming a show called we're here they're in their fourth season and i think it has something to do with the uh not drag not drag cars uh, <laughs> not drag business but it's drag 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 queen queens I yeah think we can they say have that. a drag show we and can say uh, that. my yeah. buddy uh chris hires yeah. can i say his name chris are you listening buddy <laughs> uh invited me down to uh main street and I actually went in, and there was a there, there was a few hundred people there trying to get in because they needed extras and all that. But mm-hmm. they they did a uh, a segment there, and if you want to go to TikTok, you could. I uh, interviewed one of the uh, pro prosecco. <laughs> no, <laughs> pro Hanukkah. Pro pro Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut that off, Bill. All right, I'm doing that. There's only so much we can talk about. So, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm like, I, I cannot, well, first of all, I can't believe HBO is here. I mean, this is still little old Murfreesboro, you know, so. HBO. HBO is here. I can remember when we only had three channels. Actually, four, two, four, five, PBS, and then Channel 17 Fox, but you had to have a special antenna. But then when HBO came along, you had Cinemax or Skinemax, uh, the movie channel. And that's when the cable just went nuts. I, I believe yeah. that was in the 80s, the early 80s. And you had to have a little box on your TV. And you changed. Uh, you didn't have remotes back in those days. <laughs> you just. That's why people had children back then. That's, is that it? <laughs> Turn the TV. Okay. So what's the deal? So. HBO was here. They were filming, and I think they went down to the city rotunda or the city hall and did a scene down there because, and I think they've allowed uh, the Borough Pride. Is it Borough Pride? Um, They're going to do a, they were going to do a uh, parade, but then they, the city shut them down or made, was it, in conju- it was probably in conjunction with the, with dr- the drag show. Yeah, it had more to do with the drag show. Don't want to have your kids. My question is, why? Would, oh, somebody's calling in. My question is, why would you take a kid to a drag show? Hmm. Where, why would kids be around? I don't even, I don't get it, but. Well, they may not even notice. <laughs> you said, might not well, no, just did you say no, 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 you may not even notice. Um, so you think that was the that the, uh, coincide? I think that's the reason they came here. It was to make a statement mm-hmm. that uh, that we, they they are here. Every there we're here. It's a, it's a whether they're going to be allowed show to put the on show on HBO and to coincide with the Borough Pride. Say hey, we're here. Mm-hmm. We're we're. We're all the same. A little bit. Everybody's a little different. <laughs> I mean, drag's not my thing. Everybody is a child of God, I believe. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. Everybody has a story. Whether you're in the poor house, the penthouse, or the white house, everybody's got a story <laughs> of how they got there, right? Yes. Yes. Um, 
So what's the name of that? What's the name of that song? Try that. Try that in a small town or something like that. That's getting all the. Are we talking about Jelly Roll? No. Who grew up in Antioch? No, we're talking. We're going to have him on the show, by the way. Uh, well, anyway, so I guess why we wanted to throw this out there was I just don't know that everyone is aware of of what this city and I'm not saying is 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 getting to. I just mean like the things that are actually happening here. It's we're a, it's we a are, melting pot. It's a melting pot, and we need to start talking about these things and we, how we can agree to disagree agreeably and respect we can, each other. Because I have a lot of what you would call. Uh, red state friends and I have some blue state friends and yep. I have some purple friends <laughs> <laughs> but you know like we all you know this whole thing with COVID that came through it didn't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican or if you're black or white you're gay or straight whatever mm-hmm. at the end of the day you know it's about being with the people you love mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah well and I think to I'm not agreeing, disagreeing. I'm not even putting it out there except to say that we've got to make sure that our our laws and our, you know, city doings are fair. Are equal to everybody. Are, are equal. Right. Um, and that's going to be challenged. I mean, that's going to be challenged. It's, it's being challenged, uh, you know, on a global stage, on a federal stage, state, and, and right here at our rotunda. In our, in our rotunda. Rotunda. So if you were unaware, you should look into that and, you know, again, listen, become aware. It doesn't Be ed- matter. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. It doesn't matter what's, what side of the issue you're on or even if you, you don't have a say-so at all. Just to be aware and know what's happening in our tiny town. That's not so tiny anymore. And, and we're going to have Carolyn Hall, who's a local author. She's got a book out. It's called Mama's Table. She's going to be coming on here. Y'all need to go get her book at the Gourmet, Country Gourmet. Country Gourmet. Next to City, City Cafe. Cafe. Y'all, 72. this has been a great show. It's probably <laughs> one of our best shows. Thanks to Austin Maxwell. Thanks to Jackson. We've got about 20 seconds. God bless God Jackson bless you. And I want to say a happy birthday to my sweetie, Meredith Thomas. Oh. Her birthday's August 20th. My mom is August 22nd. And then her mom, Peggy Thomas, is August 24th. Happy birthday to all of you. And to all of you, a good night. <laughs> and we're going to get out of here. This is Mr. Murfreesboro on behalf of Lady K. God bless you. Go out and do something nice for somebody. Take care.